Real Nerds is a proud partner of the Denver Podcast Network. In the shadow of the mountains, we, we speak. speak. Coming to you from the X-Access, it's John of All Trades with your host, John X. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this John of All Trades podcast promo. Each Wednesday, I bring you a brand new interview with someone fascinating and ask the question we all ask when we meet someone new. Hey, what do you do? It's fun, informative, and it's the 2017 Westward Reader's Choice Award winner for Best Denver Podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, and johnofalltrades.us. Oh, hi, podcast listeners. There's many ways you can listen to the Real Nerds Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can also subscribe on Stitcher Radio. You want to send us a Twitter message? You can do that. It's so easy, at Real Nerds. Like us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. You can visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com where there'll be a lot of articles for you to not only read, but to listen to our previous shows. You can also call us, 720-6NERDS5. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Brian. No, that's this is my announcer voice, and you're listening to Real Nerds Podcast. Should I do this as my real self? Oh, shucky darn. Hi, this is Brian Cummings. You're listening to Real Nerds Podcast. Okay, do it straight. Hi, this is Brian Cummings, and actually you are listening to Real Nerds Podcast. Send money. And real estate. Welcome to another Real Nerds Podcast interview from Denver Pop Culture Con 2019. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast Live from Denver Thank Pop you. Culture Con. I'm joined with Jason Head. Thank you. Actor. Appreciate it. All around pop culture enthusiast, though, by the looks yeah. of it today. Uh-huh. So wh- what have you liked about the con so far? It's a massive gathering of people. Uh, you know what? I'm trying to look at how the format of how they just laid out everything. And from last year, it looks like they came in really orderly, and they like compacted and brought in some really good vendors. A lot of good people here. A lot of uh, a lot of people more in costume, I think, this year. To be honest, um, I, I was only here for like one day, so uh, last year. But this time, I was able to come back the second day, so it's great. So you did it all the three day, the whole three day experience. Now? Yes, right uh, well, almost couldn't come Friday though. <laughs> no, did come uh, yeah. right on. What was the um, what's the, what stuck out for you the most? Like for me, it's been the whole like just the expansiveness of everything because it seems like it's gotten even bigger since last year. You know what? I would I would definitely say it's definitely gotten some bigger. Um, Let's see. You got you had the artist row. You had uh, there's definitely. I think there's more merchandisers here more yeah. than anything. I mean, I felt overwhelmed and I felt like my pocketbook just wasn't deep enough to go buy all the stuff that I really wanted. I feel like my wallet is crying whenever yeah. I walk by all that merchandise. <laughs> I'm like, I just I want this stuff. Yeah, God. I mean, it's so much cool stuff, and it's like I'm normally not a collector of the Funko Pops. Yeah, they got a whole ton of collection of Funko Pops and stuff everywhere. I know. I saw that one. It's the one that's got the the grate, and they've got them all stacked stashed yes. in the back in a row. Yes. Oh God. Yeah, they're everywhere, and I'm like, holy crap. And it's like, I haven't even seen probably even most of the TV shows, but I want them. <laughs> you know? It's, it, that's how ridiculous they are like, good. You're just like, wow, at, like yeah. now I have more options of things to do here. Yeah, that's how that's how good they are at Did you go to any uh, celebrity panels or anything like that? Uh, you know, I wanted to go to uh, Amy Raver-Lantman's. Uh, she's from, uh, she's the current star in the Umbrella Academy. And she's also... She was on the Hamilton Broadway um, with the original cast. Oh, really? Yeah, she huh. was. Uh, she was with that um, with that cast for about three, 
three years. I think three years. She said, "Wow." So she yeah. like was she there? For, she was there from the get go, right? Like, yeah, she okay. was there from the get go. Wow. When they really when they cast that, and uh, I never got to see the original Broadway uh, <laughs> yeah. show. I mean, the tickets Join the club. Were like, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, you join the, did you join the lottery when you when it came to town? Um, the lottery? No. The, yeah, the ticket lottery and whatnot. No, I did not. I, I didn't I even entered, know about that. I, I entered in to try, like because yeah. it was like they were, and it was on an app, and they said like, okay, you enter all your info in, we'll put you in the drawing, and if you uh-huh. win the drawing, then you get to buy the tickets. Huh. And I would get notifications like I'd forgotten about it. And I get yeah. notifications going like you didn't win the Hamilton lottery. Like, well, great. Another <laughs> oh, thing I didn't fail. I failed yeah, to do today. Right? <laughs> oh man, that yeah. stinks. What's um? What, what's your what? What is the kind of like pop culture thing you're interested in the most? Um, you know, one thing that stuck out to me. I would probably referring back to your first question that stuck out me to me the most was uh, Stranger Comics. Um, I got to meet the. Um, I believe he's uh, part of the original team writer, but they're writing this. Um, this comic called oh geez i think it's called niobe mm-hmm. and it follows uh, a very interesting storyline it's kind of set like back in sort of game of thrones type tribal type era yeah um but with a little bit of new take on it um the way that the writer des- uh, described it his name is sebastian is that it's this um it's basically if you were to put spirituality into comics huh. and it follows the journey of this uh this uh the this young black girl and she's been separated from her tribe um it starts off differently i don't have the comics here with me but that's right. one of the things that really stuck out with me as far as with stranger comics right on stranger um, Co- stranger comics yeah stranger comics they got a booth set up i think they should be still here but yeah if you get a chance check them out i'll have to check it out before we leave today yeah um the uh the the, the thing that i was fascinated by with the different like be- venues and so, the are the or vendors and stuff like that is mm-hmm. how much selection there is right now yes i'll give you an example like i did not think you'd need to necessarily do uh old-timey comedians as a pop culture element and yet mm. we have people who do artist sketches of those in the back so there's just like a vast i had no idea area huh yeah it's 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 like uh like he takes co- this i don't know what exactly his deal is but it looks like he takes comedy figures and he just does like fucked up sketches of them so like, oh, and I'm like, and yeah, I don't yeah. know, and I don't know like what use I'd have for that per se. Yeah. But I'm almost, gonna, I almost want to go up to him and be like, "Can you give me something like that? No one's asked for. Like, g- give me, give uh-huh. me something that you want that no one's asked for. I'll buy that from you. Yeah. Like, I'll pay the full price. Yeah. Original. Uh huh. Um, so what, what are, what are you looking forward to to wrap up the day? Because obviously it's been a three day excursion. Well, two day excursion for you, but. Yeah, like a, an excursion in itself. Uh huh. You know? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, it's a safari. It's a safari into nerdism, if I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and and I completely appreciate it. Yeah. Um, what I'm going to wrap up the I'm going to see you know what what uh, celebrities are left. Yeah. Uh, to look at because I, I got here pretty darn late. I had to uh, <laughs> go do the brakes in my car. But, oh um, shoot, no. Uh, if I were to wrap up the day, I am going to go over to. Uh, Number one, go over to the, 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 the pop culture classroom. I got a friend over there who's helping uh, the younger generations get used to writing, acting, and directing in films. They got a little green screen thing set up over there. So I want to go see, see my friend Krista. She's doing an awesome job there. And mm-hmm. then I'm also going to, I don't know, I'm, I'm probably going to look at a lot more. Um, I mean, there's just so much stuff. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, how do I even name it? I mean, I'll it's pass so by. It's so broad. It's such yeah, a broad, expansive booths. scope. I'll pass by six booths, and I'll be like, whoa, wait, what, what did I just see here? I need to go back. So, yeah, I'm going to take my time and try to do that. Excursions up and down trying to figure out, like, well, what's interesting me right now at this moment? Because this thing's distracting me from the other thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You, what was the, like, best panel that you've been to today that, like, maybe wasn't celebrity-related or, like, something that you've that um, kind of, like, threw you through a loop, like, oh, I didn't expect to enjoy that? I haven't been to a panel yet. <laughs> yeah, because, uh, yes, yeah, excuses. I got lots of excuses, it's but I haven't been to a panel yet. That's all good. But so, you still yeah. got time to explore and whatnot. Oh, yeah, and there's definitely. always next year to fill out that calendar with all oh, the yeah, stuff definitely. you want to do. Um, this one this year was a little bit unplanned, but I um, was happy that somebody was able to provide me with some access. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, that was cool. So, so you're an actor, um, and you wanted to talk a little bit about that. Like, do you, um, like, what kind of, like, What's your? I'm trying to think of a good way to ask this. Like, like, what what got you into it? Like, what what kind of things like within pop culture kind of got you into wanting to do it? Um, let's see. Voice acting was probably my my number one thing. I loved to voice act. Um, the cartoons that I grew up with, obviously. Yeah. Um, but also like I would just be like sitting on like say like years ago I'd sitting on a Sunday, and in between commercials or even on the commercials I would hear somebody doing a spot and I'm like you know I think I could do that <laughs> you know with with the proper training and you know and technique and some branding I think I could I think I could do and that. you always start by talking in front of the television exactly. trying to recreate the voice you know exactly yeah I used to yeah. do that with the Simpsons and stuff and yeah. it was a lot and of fun of course when you're watching like uh, lots of um, cartoons like you know you got Peter Griffith like oh jeez you know and uh, the uh, you got uh, Rick and uh, oh hi, it's Morty here and, you know doing those type of different voices playing around it's it's fun always doing oh, of course you got a uh, Kermitee Frog here you know all the classics um, Jen Henson classics I mean it's like that stuff influences me and to tell a good story and have fun when you're doing it and to leave a lasting impression on somebody that they come back years later and say oh my god you're my childhood like <laughs> How can you? I don't. Ha, I haven't had that experience yet, but yeah. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's rich. Yeah. And I want. I want it's the, you it's know? the dream that you kind of reach for. Like, yeah. Like I've never had an experience like that either. But like you know, you you kind of like you you have to hope that someone's listening out there, and then eventually it'll come back, and somebody can say to you like, "You helped me through a hard time," or exactly, you were entertaining throughout my entire job. Yeah. And, or and, I, and that's what, and that's kind of the currency I live off of. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And also like. Um, uh, <laughs> To be somebody's, uh, like, to be somebody's, uh, uh, what, well, maybe not be somebody's, but to be part of a nightmare. Because I've always <laughs> have, you know, this interest thing with horror and thrillers, you know. Yeah. And it'd be like, this summer, experience something that you've never been before. You know, doing those deep trailer voices. Get a little bit of a Freddy Krueger or yeah. like a Jason kind really? of thing going <laughs> in here. Yeah, well, Jason like doesn't talk. But like, you know what I mean? Like, it, you, yeah. you kind of want to kind of have that menacing thing. I used to I used to do the same thing with um, uh, Psycho. Yeah. With Norman Bates. Uh-huh. Because I used to be like, it, it was never Norman himself. It was the mother voice, especially mm-hmm. when they're doing that zoom in, like, that, like yeah. that dolly in at the yeah. end. I'm like, you know, like, I'm not even going to swat that fly. Yep. Like, I used to try to, like, get her voice down. Yeah. I don't know why, because it's like, I always had a and high pitch cadence, one. yeah. So, yeah. Like, what was the, like, you talked about thrillers and horrors. Like, what's, if you had to pick the top contemporary monster obviously you've got the universal classics yeah contemporary from like the 70s onwards what would you say like oh who's man who's been the most influential or the or the scariest even. the scariest to me um 
<laughs> well, the first thing that comes to mind is Jaws, because that terrified me <laughs> as a kid. I never wanted to even go swimming in a pool, afraid that somebody dropped off a baby shark in there. But um, I would say next to Jaws was probably it. Um, Pennywise the Clown has always been like that. Like, it's just that the, the corner. It's that dark corner that I never want to go to. Yeah. Now, did you like? Were you growing? Did you grow up a fan of the Tim Curry one, or was this kind of like just the new, what the new Bill Skarsgård one? I had to see the Bill Skarsgård one first because mm-hmm. you know um, I wasn't introduced. Like my mom wouldn't let us watch horror films when we were younger I feel for you. obvious I was the same. reasons. I was the same, yeah. yeah. So seeing the Bill Skarsgård, I'm like, all right, I want to go see. I want to go back to look at the previous um, performance of Pennywise, and. And see, okay, what did they change, you know, and how did he bring to that character with less effects? You right. Know? So it, that's it, always amazing. It's amazing. The director of that, Tommy Lee, Lee, Tommy Lee Wallace, is, uh, was a fantastic director in the 80s. Did some stuff with John Carpenter. Help, helped create Halloween um, yeah. in a massive degree. Oh, yeah. And he always kind of has a unique way of kind of pushing his effects forward, especially when you consider it's a television movie. Mm-hmm. It's amazing the budget works as well as it does. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I mean, just... I think, I don't know, I was reading something today about, like, how theater actors have to hold this, um, how people respect them a lot more because, you know, they have to be in that moment, especially before a crowd. Yeah. And, like, a lot of the, the actors from those older movies, I think some of them, or if not most or all of them, had theater training. And to see how they would be so enveloped in that character, and it's it's a different way because I have to, I'm, I'm, I'm always studying them, I'm like, okay they're they're doing they're taking this approach that is so it's it's of course genuine right and i can't find a word to say what i want to say right now so no yeah you're <laughs> yeah. no it's 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 kind of like that lack of breaking concentration to a yeah. degree like i've noticed it with theater actors versus just straight up film actors like mm-hmm. you can tell when somebody's had stage experience exactly you get them on set you you can tell which one knows how to work with the camera and which one kind of has to be guided a little bit. Yeah. Do you have theater training or are you kind of primarily film trained? You know, when I was younger, I had a little bit of theater. Yeah. I never like did any of the like tried out for like official plays outside of like the church community. Yeah. Um. So we started out in theater. I did one play for high school, mm-hmm. and then that was it, pretty much. And then after that, I got interested about film and voice acting. Do you find film acting a little bit more doable sometimes to a certain degree, or does it? Do you kind of break the concentration between action and cut? I honestly don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I've, uh, I want to stay in it. So I've been thinking about like, okay, I need to see what method acting is about. Yeah. Um, you know, there's always a stigma that surrounds it, but I think that's part of the whole thing, especially with Stanislavski's. Um, What's the other one? Um, Meisner. Meisner techniques. Keeping those in mind. Um, So I kind of want to live in that world. You know, I can always go there in my head. But to to bring it out and make sure that the camera is getting what it needs um, as far as like what for my character, I'm I'm always kind of, that's my my iffy little fear what I'm worried about. And and as long as you can kind of keep yourself within check on it too, that's also the biggest thing. I've noticed with people who tend to go that way whenever i've seen them on a in any different circumstance 
Yeah. Sometimes they have a hard time breaking it, but more often than not, I've seen people be able to snap out of it pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Well, Great. thank you, Jason, for yeah. sitting down and chatting with us today here at Denver Comic Con. My or pleasure. Denver Pop Culture Con. Sorry, they're gonna kill me. <laughs> oh. Do you have anything to plug or anything you like want to promote out there? Get out um, there. Um, the yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at head underscore voices. Um, I'm gonna be putting up some content, some stuff that I'm doing. Um, I'm getting a lot of coaching now so I can start focusing my branding, but uh, hopefully you'll see me in a couple of projects coming up here soon. Yep. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. Well, this has been Jason Head talking to me, Zach, here at Denver Pop Culture Con 2019. Thank we'll you, see Zach. You later. This has been another Real Nerds Podcast interview from Denver Pop Culture Con 2019. See you next year. Thank you for listening to this episode of Real Nerds Podcast. Real Nerds Podcast is a production of Nebulous Visions Multimedia. Thank you to Sparks Mandrill and Plan 9 Studios for our kick-ass theme song. Also, if you're in the Denver area and you're looking for a cool place to see movies, we see them at the Alamo Draft House in Littleton and now also in Sloan's Lake. Thank you to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics for supplying us with all our comic needs, especially you, Andrew. You know who you are. And a big shout-out to James's mom. I'm giving you an electronic hug that you can feel through the airwaves. Thanks for listening, and have a nice day.